What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 48 of the On The Runs podcast. We are coming to you virtual, like usual. Erica is in her normal podcast recording studio, but I'm somewhere different, Erica. Check it out. I'm in my hotel room studio right here. Tell the listeners where you're at. I am in Nashville, Tennessee. It's pretty cool. But I've spent my entire evening with you virtually on the computer here. We just just, uh, busted through a couple podcast interviews, actually. How awesome was that? It was a lot of fun, and I cannot wait for those to drop, but it'll be a little while, so let's not let's not tease the listeners just yet. Well, tomorrow night, I do plan on getting down to Broadway. I think they call it Broadway. I'm going to check it out. I'm by myself, so um, I'm going to be walking around the streets solo, looking for some fun places to go line dance, and we'll see. But we missed you guys last week, and a lot has happened in the last week, and a lot of it was sick children, and I'm, I'm very sorry we didn't have an episode, but... I think you have a pretty good excuse, man. (laughs) Sick kids, running your house, no sleep. You got no sleep, man. I didn't, and I'll I'll share that story after. But Mm -hmm. we did one thing we did do last week was we did record an episode, and you will hear in the episode. It's going to be fun near the end. You're going to hear my kids waking up and all that, and they're sick, and I'm like, no way, this is going to happen. And Mm -hmm. I thought maybe the next day I'd get it out, but. So we do have the episode, and it is your episode of the Tokyo Marathon. Yours truly, it's me. <laughs> you guys are like, okay, I'm done. Bye. <laughs> so this is gonna be fun. This this was a lot of fun. We brought someone back. You will you will hear who we brought back to interview you on the pod. It was a ton of fun. So let's get to your episode, and then let's catch up after on our week and my sleep. Let's do it. So without further ado. It's me. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 48 of the On The Runs podcast. We're doing things a little different today because of the big snowstorm that came in. Erica doesn't have internet. For about an hour now, we've been trying to connect with her, and we're going old school on the telephone. Erica, how are you? I've had better days, man. (laughs) Today's been kind of a shit show. Uh, Yeah, I lost power at 930 this morning and still going strong with, uh, with no power. So I'm a little bit uh, cold and and tired and yeah, ready for my internet to come back on because I'm very bored. Well, but nice to talk to you guys. <laughs> I'm I'm very lucky. I live near a hospital, so we never lost power. Haven't lost uh, power. We have maybe a foot of snow right now. It's been dumping like crazy all day. But you said you guys. That means there's someone else on the line. So typically, when you've done a big race, we've had another friend of ours come on the pod to talk to you and interview you. And we have Shauna Isom back on the podcast. Shauna, how you doing? Well, I'm doing great. Um, I am married now, so my my name isn't. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's right. That one. You got yeah. married. I I I somehow forgot about that. I, you where, were okay. in the wedding. I was in the wedding. That was, that that, was my OG name, so that's fine. Yeah, Shauna. Um, but hey, it's, I'm, I'm I'm so happy to be here. It's super fun. I'm excited. So, so your new last name for about a year and a half now is Shauna Preble. Preble. And and we call you the Prebs. Or people are people calling you the Prebs now, or is that just Chris's nickname? 
No, just just Chris. I don't quite. I don't. I usually I don't quite go by uh, Prebs yet. I'll work on that. DJ Prebs Diamond, shout out. So last time we talked to you, you just had a baby. You told us about your delivery when you had a little code brown during the delivery, but that was over a year ago. How have you been and what are you doing? I I'm doing great. It's uh, I'm trying to force push myself back into running. I'm, you know, making it through the school year for work and um looking forward to well, after today, nicer weather hopefully coming uh down the line. I'm really sick of winter. I'm sure Erica's feeling the same way, especially same days. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, super excited to be back on. Let's let's do this. I am not ready for winter to go yet. This snow, this whole storm and this whole week has really like messed up my plans and everything. But hockey's officially over. Last week I did the, in hockey you call it the frozen four, but it's really the the final four. It's like I had the frozen four. I was at Plymouth State. They hosted it. And Hmm. it was so cool because as, as some people who don't know, the three of us all met at Plymouth State and... I, I saw so many familiar faces who were at the game, just the locals deciding to go watch a Final Four hockey game, the two games. I had the second game. So I ran into so many people. Dave's kid was there, and he came and said hi to me like as I'm getting warmed up. An old boss, JS, was there. I, I don't think you guys know JS, but he worked at the Lucky Dog. Like He was like the daytime bartender. You would never see him at night. And he hmm. comes around. He goes around. Ashley... Uh, Ashley Fleming, so I can't even think of her married name, but her OG name, Fleming. She knows JS. He will go to all the local sporting events and take photos. And so he got a few good ones of me out on the ice, real shiny reflection on my my hockey shield and a little bit of my double chin, which told me I have to get back out there running. But that was so cool to go back to Plymouth. We should all make a return trip one day, maybe check out Biederman's and who knows, go for a run around the Plymouth Hills. I'm for that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys saw I had the state championship game a couple days later. I was at the big arena, the SNHU arena. You looked real professional, dude. That that was a good look on you. I dressed up. I wore the shirt and tie. My mom says I look just like my uncle Paul. I have to do a uh I'll have to do a side by side picture of my uncle and and myself there. Uh my uncle says to me, Eric, your mom thinks you look like you're sixty. And I'm like, <laughs> like, no, I don't think that's the way she was going. But that was cool. I thought you guys were going to come and, and, you know, watch me. But instead, you went to a game night. A couple of you had a game night. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's been a long time, probably a year. I don't know. It's been a really long time. So we decided to, I decided to just throw together a little game night, invite the, you know, everybody that was, you know, all the old crew get us back together before summer and do a little couple of games we had um what four of five of us <laughs> i was the fifth wheel yeah. small group <laughs> hey sometimes being fun. the fifth wheel or the third wheel is the fun wheel mm-hmm. we were missing you though we thought yeah, we would stop by after your uh, game yeah we were hoping because you were in manchester you might have been able to stop by after but well i i kind of had to i don't know what to call it pay my dues or or i had to i had to go home and and you know the bug, the bugs have been going through the house, right? We had the the oh. stomach bug last week or the week before last week. And this week, the boys are starting to get these rashes. So actually, this is kind of a bummer. I'll tell you about my day. You said you're cold and tired. I'm exhausted. I've gotten one hour of sleep. Oh. I had planned for months on hand, 
a ski trip this weekend with a few friends, Karen being one of them and Jay, they came. So we're, we call our, our reach the beach ultra training. Mm-hmm. So we had this big ski weekend planned. And so I came home after the game, kind of like, okay, I got to help out tonight because the boys aren't feeling good. Cause I'm going away for a couple nights. Karen and I get off to a late start because my babysitter's running very late. So we got off to a, a start about three hours later than we wanted. It's a four-hour drive to Sugarloaf. We skied all day yesterday. Fantastic day. But like on the third run, I got a text from Ashley with a picture of Tyler. And his face is covered in this rash. And she says it's um, hand, foot, and mouth disease. Oh, no. Uh-oh. So she goes, it's just Tyler. It's not that bad. And I'm thinking like, oh, if it's just Tyler, then it's going to be Tommy, maybe Adeline, maybe her. Um, By the end of the day, I knew and I knew I was going to have to come home and leave early. So after talking to Ashley and Tommy got worse and I actually talked to my mom because my mom watches the boys every Tuesday and knowing it would be a snow day and no school and everyone's sick. And the storm was coming. I, I left the trip early. I was really bummed because everyone skied today at Sugarloaf. But I drove home last night through the through the middle of the night, left around 9 p.m., got home around 1. I think I slept from like 1 to 2.30. And then I'll, I've been up all day since 2.30 in the morning. Oh, so man. I just got the boys That's down. Good. Ashley's at work, which I'm surprised. Who goes to a restaurant in a snowstorm? Who does that? There's a I lot of places light. closed. Yeah. Blue light special. But Danielle and I, when we lived in Man- <laughs> when we lived in Manchester, we used to go out during snowstorms. They have the blue lights where no one can park, and all the bars down on Elm Street had um, specials, like you know, special deals for snowstorms. I did that with you once. We went to Murphy's. Yeah. I remember that. Well, her her yeah, work is right next to Murphy's, so I bet they are doing specials. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, super cheap drinks because no one's really going to be in there, and they're trying to get you there. Yeah, that mid, that would make sense. Make some money off the storm. You got the ones who probably are in walking distance. You know, no one's driving there. But yeah, that was my last like forty eight hours. My last week, if you count the hockey. So, you know, I'm I'm cold and tired too, Erica. Maybe I'm not cold. My heat works. You have no heat, right? <laughs> I have no heat. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, after this, I'll live. I'm all bundled. I'll tell you what it is. So it is Wednesday. We're a day late. No, it is Tuesday. This Tuesday. will come out on Wednesday. We're a day late because of my ski trip. But if this if this doesn't come out till Thursday or later, it's because the boys are up again all night and I was just too tired. But I think our listeners will understand. They'll give you some slack. We'll see. We'll see what they do. <laughs> so we are here really to talk to you, Erica, because you just came back from Tokyo. I think you are finally over the jet lag and you achieved something pretty great and that is the abbott's world six star medal that you've been working on for quite a while now i would say since 2017 or 16 and you finally got it you went to tokyo so we're here to do that i got shauna to quiz you and ask you questions she's going to be my co-host for this just like we did for hamster wheel so are you ready Right on. I'm so ready. And you nailed it, by the way. I started my my Abbott journey in 2017 with Chicago. So right on for you (laughs) for remembering that. Good job. I knew it wasn't Boston, even though Boston was 18. So it was an easy guess. Boston was the year after. Right. Yeah, Boston was the year after. So. All right. Well, let's get to it. Shauna, you ready? Yeah, well, that's I'm doing the math. That's hard, you know, but that's only what, six years, six marathons, six years. Nice job. 
Yeah. I mean, it would, have been, it would have been sooner if, if time had allowed and COVID had allowed. I would have had right. it done in 2021, but that is okay. I got it done eventually. It was no rush. There, There is no rush to get any of these done. You can... If you run it at any point, it still counts. But, uh, ooh, they are starting to look into candidates for adding some. So, I mean, the sooner you get a better done, uh, the better. So what we'll do you see. think would be a new new venue? Oh, they're looking at Sydney right now. And I think um, yeah, Cape yeah. Town, Africa was another one. Oh, I think there's those, one more, too. Those two would be epic. Those, I think oh, those are Toronto. cooler. On, honestly, I don't know much about Berlin, but those both sound cooler than Berlin. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the U.S. gets three, is that fair? That's why they're looking to expand, because it's really not fair to to international travelers that they have to come to the U.S. three times just to get all these done. Let me so. ask you this. If the U.S. only got one, what one would it be? <laughs> They'd probably keep Boston. <laughs> that would be my guess. All right. That is like the epic one. But You did you say Chicago's Chicago. your favorite. It is. Uh, yep, it certainly is. Is it still your favorite? That's your favorite one, like that you would want to do over and over again. Officially, yes. Well, that is the I I guess the easier one to get into out of out of most of them. But uh, I would do London again too. So basically, I'm just going to keep throwing my name into the lottery for London since the odds of getting in are super low for international runners, at least. So if I get to run London again somewhere down the line, I would be more than happy to do so. But Chicago's the one. If I can keep doing that year after year, I am game. Well, that's the one that I was supposed to do with you, and I, you know, COVID hit, so I'm still, yeah. I'm still keeping that in my future for possibly going back and doing it. So we'll have to try to get in the same year again. That's always the tricky part. Did you do virtual? <laughs> yeah, that was the one that you ran with me at the end. I did it a bunch of laps on that uh, the rail trail in Londonderry. So does that Our count? Day. Does that count towards your six? I I mean, I guess it could, but I don't know if I would count it. I don't think I was, it counts. I don't think it counts towards the majors per se. But if you were going towards legacy status like I'm trying to do, they did count that year. If you were registered in 2020 when we were, that counts as, as a year run, even okay. if you didn't defer. So that that is a start <laughs> but yeah if you get in and even if i don't get in i'll i'll fundraise that year i'll do something i'll i'll be there with you nice you let it's me know a, it's a plan sweet all right well let's get into tokyo and let's go day by day we said we'd call this the plog oh yeah kind of like a blog or, or or a vlog but the the plog How's that sound? That doesn't sound that good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I did my best. I'm not I'm not a journaler of any sort, um, but I tried to recap most of the the exciting things that happened. So well, <laughs> fire away, you guys. Well, Tokyo is not a quick trip. So day one, you had quite a long plane ride that you went out there and start with day one. I know your mom came and she traveled with you. How was the trip over there? I mean, it went way smoother than I thought it was going to. So we left, um, it was February 28th here. And basically by the time we got to Tokyo, it was March. So um, we were a little nervous that we weren't going to be able to fly out because there was another storm that had hit, but it was not doing much in Boston. It was just pretty much rain. So we got down to Boston just fine. Plane left on time. It was 14 hours in the air. Longest plane ride of my life. It was... Oh, it's hard to sit for that long, you guys. <laughs> but all in all, it was what was your it. seat like? I just had an economy seat. 
it was way too expensive to to get um like a premium seat or like first class or anything so we were we were stuck but my mom and i had seats next to each other and it was just like the the two by two okay so one of you had a window and one had an aisle no one had a middle seat okay no that's good that's pretty good yeah, so that was nice, and I mean, I watched some good movies on the plane. I got to finally see the the new Thor movie, which was great. Um, and we'll get into in what plane, you watched what on the way home. What was your in snack? Oh man, they get, <laughs> so they feed you like really nice meals, but it was a lot. Of, oh, you guys are gonna love this. It was a lot of like rice based food. Mm-hmm. I had the worst gas on this plane. Like <laughs> I cannot even tell you. I had to get up and go to the bathroom so many times just to to fart. Not gonna lie. Just I was so like bloaty and it was gross. But if you love any type of Japanese food, like they gave you little like appetizers. There was like salmon and weird vegetable things and I mean not a lot of stuff that I eat, but I like tried little nibbles. There were like some some weird noodle things and it was very japanese type food so uh we got two two meals on the plane and then these little like rice snacks which i could eat those rice snacks all day they're like puffed rice and i don't even know what you want to call them but they were delicious and so i mean yeah plane ride was great except for my my bloatiness and (laughs) well you didn't sleep either you said you were up the entire 14 hours I cannot sleep on planes. I think maybe I doze off for 10 minutes, but then like the plane will move and I'll jolt awake and it'll like scare the shit out of me. Like my heart will race. I'll be like, where am I? One of those kind of things. So it was just a little, I don't know. I was uncomfortable being awake for that long. I think I was awake for 26 hours by the time we got to the hotel and all that stuff. So it was a long ass day. Took a really cool flight path. So when you think of a map, like you're just looking at the flat map and you're like, oh, that's so far to get to Tokyo. But it didn't occur to me, hello, world is round, Earth is round. Uh, so we went <laughs> over the Arctic Circle and I got some really cool pictures. I'll have to send them. But like just frozen rivers and mountains and it was just completely like white landscape. Like it was really cool to see that. And you got to track the flight on the this like the screen. They show you your flight path, and I was just really interested in how we were getting there. I I, I didn't even think of that whatsoever. So, yeah, it was really cool to see just the icy landscape. Did you see the North Pole or Santa? <laughs> Did not see Santa. I wish. That's definitely a bucket list type flight for me. I I've seen those pictures before. My friend, uh, our friend Steve Spain, flew out there. Uh, I don't think he went to Japan. He went somewhere else, but he flew over the Arctic and the pictures were so cool. They were just like nothing I ever imagined. I, and I thought the same thing. Wouldn't you just fly west towards like LA and then go right across the Pacific? But you go north and over the top of the, over Santa's house. That's what you do. Like right. Shauna said. So. Over Santa's house. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. He's, he's, uh, he's on his summer vacation right now, I suppose. So. Hmm. That's right. He's probably somewhere warm and tropical, unlike us right now in a snowstorm. So, but kids, he's always watching. <laughs> Tell us about. Uh, I know when you landed, you sent me a note about a game show host. Dude, okay. Most random thing. All this random shit happens to me. I don't even know why. But so 
I am exhausted. We had just gotten our bags. I am sweaty because we were just waiting in lines. Like customs took forever, just snaking lines back and forth, back and forth. And like we were just trying to get to a bus to get to our hotel. And as we're like looking around trying to find where to buy bus tickets, this guy with a camera and like a, a translator come up to me and they're like, he says something about like Japanese game show. Can I interview you? And I was like, looking at him like, I don't know, man. Like I'm wearing a mask. I'm probably have like death breath and my like, hair is all, I, I was not camera ready whatsoever. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? When am I ever going to be able to say like, oh yeah, I was on a Japanese game show. But he just interviewed me, asking me why I was in Japan, like what I was doing, like uh, asked me about like, well, I told him, I'm like, yeah, I'm running the marathon. Like, of course, because that's what I'm a rock star. I'm I'm cool. Drop that kind of shit. Right. Yeah. So (laughs) I was just like, you know what? This is going to be a fun story. So I talked to the guy. Couldn't tell you who he was. Couldn't tell you what show it was for. Don't even know if they used it. I never signed a release. I have no clue what's happening with this like interview, but it was just kind of fun to say. Like, thank God, a little translator was there though because she, I would not have been able to answer any of his questions. I don't, I don't speak Japanese. We need everybody but, listening. If if you can go <laughs> do your research on the internet, random sh- <laughs> right, and look up all the Japanese game shows and find the clip of Erica. We need to see this clip. We need it. <laughs> If you find it, oh my god, it's going to be terrible. Like my mom was in there too. Like she was just kind of standing in the back, and she's like, "Why are you doing this?" I'm like, "I don't know. It's, Wait, it's just super random." That that is when your mom needs to get the camera out and take a picture of you being interviewed. <laughs> like, come on, mom. Like, do you, this, uh, mom, you're in charge she, of content. She was just as tired. <laughs> It was bad. It was real bad. So she, who knows? Mom's like, let's just get to this hotel and go to sleep, dude. Come on. <laughs> Honestly, we didn't eat. When we did get to the hotel, we checked in. We didn't even eat dinner. I showered. That was the only thing I wanted to do. And then we went to bed. It was like 930 at night. It took us that long. So 930 at night would have been 730 a.m. on like here time. And oh God. Yeah, you're yeah, 14 hours for, ahead. I got up at 5.30 that morning. That was 26 hours. Well, yeah, yeah you flew into the future. <laughs> oh, such a confusing thing. Oh. But she yeah, got I was her DeLorean and hit 88. There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> so day one was eventful. We got there safe. That's all that mattered. We got good sleep that night. And, and you were, were healthy. Ready to go for the next day. You were really yes. worried about getting sick. Oh, I was so worried. Uh, and my mom was actually sick. She um, she <sighs> called me a couple days before. before I would have told her to stay like, home. I I mean, I was like, if you have to stay home, but she was feeling better. She was on antibiotics and she just had like a respiratory thing, not COVID, but she was not feeling 100%. And we were just both exhausted by the end of the first day. What about Expo Day? You did Expo Day, right? I heard a, a little story about how that was a crap show as well. Yeah, uh, I think I mentioned it on the when I talked to you and Nicole. That's right. Um, so day two, that was the first thing we did that morning. Um, so I went to Tokyo. They, I booked my tour 
like I booked the hotel and stuff with marathon tours, who was awesome. I've done Berlin with them before and they just handle all the the logistics. But there were so many people trying to get into Tokyo from like three years of backlog that uh, there were just so many people on this tour that they were like, all right, we're going to drive you but only the runners can go. And I was like, well, my mom wants to go. So her and I made our way. We took um, the subway and that was a little tricky to navigate, but we did it. We, we made some friends who kind of helped get us there. Um, but we went like right when did, when it opened and it was a good thing. We went that early because the lines at the end of the day for everything, just bib pickup, t-shirt pickup, even any of like the shopping you wanted to do, the lines were ridiculous. So I feel really bad for the people who went on like Friday or Saturday. There was nothing for them. They did not have enough merchandise. So I, I it was it was really kind of sad. And there was no jackets. I mentioned that too. I, I almost bought like one myself to have like embroidered or something, but I just said, eh. But like just any jacket? You mean just any jacket and get Japan uh, Tokyo Marathon written on it? Or are you saying there? I would have. So they didn't have any kind of jacket that said Tokyo Marathon. Nothing. 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 They didn't do one this year, and we couldn't figure out why. And we're like, well, maybe it was because they they didn't really think it was going to happen this year, and they didn't want to have all like extra merchandise, but. They had like their own stuff that they made. They had towels that had Tokyo 23 on it and like all, all kinds of other stuff. Like I bought the Tokyo bear, like the collectible bear. Cause I have a, a whole bunch of the, uh, the other mascots for the races. I so, see. I mean, they, made, it, it, they made stuff. So it's just the bummer about the snowstorm. Cause if we we're on Riverside, you'd just be showing us the bear right now. Oh, I would, I would totally, t- I'd show you all of them. The oh, the only one I'm missing guys is Chicago. So luckily I'm hopefully going to go back eventually. <laughs> well, what happened there? You've been to Chicago how many times? Three at hey, least. Yeah. So the first two times I went, it was 2017 and 2018. And I didn't know about them at that point, or I didn't even think of it. <laughs> so you didn't you I went hadn't look- started your collection yet. You know? Exactly. So I went looking for it this year. Couldn't find it, but it was, uh, somebody else had found them and they were at the finish line, like in the finish line area. And I had no clue because I looked yes. at the expo. So, yeah, very, very. So sneaky. what are the what are the mascots? Tokyo is a bear. Tokyo is a bear. New York is a bear. Um, Berlin is like his name is Fridolin Flink. And he's like a little like weasel. He's the guy you have the photo. <laughs> oh, with. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I got a picture of him. And then Spike, the unicorn is Boston's. Um, oh God, if it wasn't so dark in here, I'd be able to tell you what the other one was. Um, Erica is in the dark, everyone. We, when we tried to do this on Riverside and with video, she looked like she was in the Blair Rich project. I have a freaking lantern right now. It's hysterical. Um, pretty sure the other one might be a bear too. They're all just bears, but yeah. So, (laughs) but I think the Chicago one was also a bear, but Brandon's mom, who was out there um, this past uh, year, she bought me a, a stuffed hot dog. And I was like, perfect. There's my mask, guy. It's a hot dog now. Damn <laughs> so, it. Right. Uh, but yeah, Expo Day was kind of a shit show. Um, on the bright side, though, I did meet up with Lynn, who I've been talking about and um, done my training with. Shauna, um, do you know Lynn? Do you know who Lynn is? Uh, I've just I've seen some of Erica's um, like Strava posts, but I haven't mm-hmm. I don't think I've met Lynn. She's wonderful. So um, met up with her and her husband and we all went um, doing some little touristy things. And then we had an amazing dinner that night. So that like wrapped up 
like a great second day there. All right. Explain this to me. Mm -hmm. They served you the food undercooked. Why? So that's part of the part of the appeal. So this was called and I apologize if I am not pronouncing this correctly, just because I'm I'm not Japanese. Um, It's called Gai Katsu. So what it is, it's a, a fried breaded beef cutlet. And they purposely serve it to you undercooked because at your little like table where you're sitting, you each have an individual like stone burner like a grill that you can take the slices of the meat and sear them however you like to eat it. So some people might want to eat it on the rare side, but I like to have a little like crispy on it. So you just take your chopsticks and, and grill it up and oh my God, it was so delicious. All right. It was, all, it was a fun experience. I'm looking at it now. Are you? You know what? I would eat it. Yeah. That's definitely something oh, I would eat. It was delicious. I'm yeah. so picky like, about some food, but that looks like something I would eat. Oh yeah, I was trying and, to find the pronunciation um, of it, but um, you did better than I, I hope would I do. I hope I didn't butcher it, but <laughs> like any of the stuff, like I I talk about, just don't don't catch me on the uh, pronunciations. <laughs> it honestly sounds like day two was kind of it, you got there, like it was a long day of traveling, but you kind of got there at the right time because it was like dead time in mm-hmm. Tokyo when you get like when you got to your hotel and then you get up at like a normal time and you're still tired, but like you're on the right flow whether like whereas if you had showed up at like two o'clock in the afternoon in tokyo like you feel like you should stay up or go to bed what do you do and you know it gave you like a nice kickstart to your your time there i agree yeah honestly it it did set us up for i guess success with who was sleeping like i really didn't feel jet lagged too bad because we would go to bed at what nine nine thirty we get up at six we'd have breakfast we'd get an early start to the day and then we would stay up all day and just do it again just an earlier bedtime than i'm used to Mm -hmm. all right well that was day two let's go to day three of the plog that really does not (laughs) sound good plog i don't we're not going to stick with that after today but let's go to day three what day all right what day was was the race so i think day five okay all right so we got two more days until race day What, what are you doing this whole time you're there so day three was just a tour of the city marathon tours put on um, like an entire day of just sightseeing. So they took, they put us on a bus and they're like, all right, here's what we're going to go see. We saw it's called Sensoji, which is um, Asakusa temple. I'm sorry if I'm, uh, I'm so bad at pronunciation, but it was like these really pretty, like old temples and like, they had a mixture of shrines. Ooh, that place had a really cool like shopping area too. So um I got what'd you buy um, us? <laughs> nothing. No, oh. I'm just kidding. Oh, you did get um, us something. <laughs> she said just no, kidding. I'm I'm actually I actually am not kidding. <laughs> oh damn. Shauna, show us how much uh, she I loves still us. Have... That's okay. I, did... I still love her. Thank you. I love you guys too. I honestly didn't even buy that much stuff for myself. I bought a magnet for my fridge and I think um, I bought myself a pair of chopsticks because I want to get better at eating with those. So I really didn't bring myself that much stuff home, but it was just cool to like look around and just see all the, like, I wish I understood like the characters of um, the Japanese language so I could understand more about what I was looking at, but it's just, it's a very spiritual place. Uh, and then, so they took us there. We went to the Tokyo Tower, which was a pretty cool structure. Uh, it looks just like the Eiffel Tower. 
it's just like a cool sightseeing building in the middle of the city. That's the red one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we got to go up in that and we got like the 360 views of the city. Um, There was another tower that's like that. I think it was called Tokyo Sky Tree. But since we went up in um, Tokyo Tower, we didn't we decided not to do the Sky Tree. But yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, We went during the day. So we didn't do like a a dusk viewing of it because that would have been cool, too. But um, got to check out what's around, got to see some cool stuff. Then we went to another... um... Modern, more modern, like city stuff, or were there some of the historical pieces today? Uh, this was this was pretty pretty historical. Um, because the next place that we went was the sen- I'm, I'm, I'm googling it right now. The Senso G that looks like a place, like a historical place, where the towers look. I don't. This Senso G place modern. looks cool. Yeah, uh, and then we went to um, the Meiji Shrine which uh, that's very, very old also. Um, I will send all these pictures so you can do, we'll plug it, pictures, picture blog, that's what it is. <laughs> that's yeah, what plug. that's right. <laughs> so I will definitely send you guys all these pictures and we'll do something cool. Um, and then another place was Imperial Palace. So um, that's where the emperor lives. And it's, we went back actually on day four to explore because we didn't get to spend a lot of time there, but they had beautiful gardens and, Unfortunately, it was just before all of the cherry blossoms were supposed to bloom. So we we didn't get to see all of those in their like full glory, but it was still really, really pretty around here. We had some nice, nice weather. I was very pleased about that. What were the temperatures usually like? I don't know if they were typical, but we were we were having like 55, 60 degree days. There was no rain. Oh, that's so perfect we were, running weather. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So that was super nice. Yeah. That's cool. I'm I'm googling all these places you're telling me, and I'm really happy you wrote them down because I'm just copy and pasting. <laughs> like I would <laughs> right. never get any of the spelling right. Sensho G, I would come close on. I think though, I, I would probably go G I instead of J I. But this is really cool. I totally the type of things I would go see. Reminds me a little bit of of Japan in uh Epcot and Disney though. I'll be honest, they had these there mm-hmm. too. So I feel like I already saw it. Well, I'm sure that's where they got the inspiration from, right? (laughs) Yeah, I didn't have to travel over Santa's house to Tokyo to see it. I just went to Florida. (laughs) Much shorter trip. It's really cool. So that was that was your day three. You're you're you and your mom are touring around. You're tourist. We went full tourist on this stuff. (laughs) So day four, um, we went back to Imperial Palace because we wanted to check it out. Uh, We really only got to spend 15 minutes there. Um, So I like ran from where the bus parked to take pictures and then ran back so the bus wouldn't leave without us. So it was like your warm up run. (laughs) Kind of. That was my shakeout. It was your motion Um, is lotion run. (laughs) Yes. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, we um, we went back um, and that is like the area where the finish line was. So I was really interested to see if they had set stuff up at that point. And then right next to there, there's a really cool building. It's called, well, it's Tokyo Station. Uh, it's a huge like train station, also like an underground mall. It was crazy. But they modeled it after like it's Western style, they call it. So it's modern modeled after like the brick buildings we'd see at like the Harvard area and stuff. Like, well, it's beautiful. I, I learned on the last pod, Western style is us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Western is us. Yeah. You're, you're right. So yeah, those toilets that I had talked about Western style. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, so, that was interesting. What's more interesting is there's an Eastern style toilet. 
<laughs> Did you try the Eastern style toilet? And is oh, that God, what they no, call it? I couldn't do it. I don't know if that's exactly what they call it, but I, I couldn't make myself do it. Uh, imagine <laughs> sure that they, they actually have a sign outside of them that'll say Eastern or Western. I thought because um, one of my friends, her husband ran Tokyo the same year. Um, and I'm pretty sure she shared the exact same concept of the toilets and like, oh, my God, look at this. <laughs> well, I know that they the ones like they had ones that were labeled Western style, but I just didn't catch Aww. if they they labeled the other ones, too. So an Eastern style <laughs> toilet, it's basically a urinal that's in the ground, right? Yeah. OK. Yeah. Did I send that picture to you? I'll well, do that, too. No, I'm just trying to describe it for for someone like myself when I heard it for the first time and didn't know what you're talking about. It's basically, mm. uh, instead of a hole in the ground, it's kind of like a urinal in the ground. That is exactly what it looks like, yeah. Like, it flushes and everything, but it's just something, like, you would, I guess, squat over? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, so you don't have to touch the seat, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not a fan of that, though. <laughs> so, I would take the other toilet. <laughs> I'm telling you, heated toilet seats? Game changer. Yeah, I, I'm looking at these pictures here. I don't understand these Eastern-style Toilet seats, Middle East squat toilet. That's what one of them's mm-hmm. called. They're called squat toilets. There you go. So I have I have a picture um, that my friend posted that shows it has like the, the directions of how to use it. There's like a picture. I'm looking at one like right the, now. Like one of the outline, like the little people outlined. It's yeah. like they're sitting in it. Like how does that even? Oh God, <laughs> even work. This one says, how to use a squat toilet. Master the squat, roll up your pants if necessary, pack tissues and hand sanitizer, throw paper in the basket. So you don't, the toilet paper doesn't go actually in the toilet like it would here. Hmm. Do you guys hear that? Like. You guys hear that? Baby's crying. Oh, oh no. Oh. I'm going to, I'm going to let you two keep going. I'm going to go and uh, check on Tommy. I know it's Tommy. I can tell. Oh, they were labeled Japanese style bathroom. Oh, okay. She said the now doors that... were labeled Western style or Japanese style. I was like, I know they labeled them something. Now that you mention it, I do remember them saying uh, Japanese style on like the porta potties. I yeah, I don't think it said that actually on like because I saw only the the squat toilets um, in an actual bathroom. Yeah. Well, either way, wild. Like, <laughs> it's so wild. <laughs> Oh man. But yeah, so that that was fun. Um where were we? <laughs> we got oh, topic. We were talking about day you were still day four, right? Oh, checking out the finish line and stuff yes. like that, right? Yeah, I was I was really excited because they were actually like starting to assemble all of like the actual finish line. Um what do you call them? They're they're like end caps, like a bookend kind of. Um, it it literally was on the sides of the finish line. Um, but they were they were hand like putting the stickers on for like the actual finish line, putting all like the logos on it. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that you would have to individually put like like all the stripes, the colorful stripes for the the Tokyo Marathon logo. Like there was a guy doing that, and and um, I was watching them, and they were actually like wheeling it over to where it needed to be <laughs> so like they were setting it up in one spot and then wheeling it over so i added that to my instagram stories and i put like roll out as the, <laughs> the background i was digging it that was a lot of fun but yeah so it was so cool being able to to see like this is this is where the ultimate like this is where it ends this is this is it 
Well, for you, it's like the end end. Like that's like the finish of all of those six. Like that's not just a regular finish line. Exactly. That was the culmination of six years of hard work and effort and travel and time and money and and all that stuff. So, yeah, it was hitting hitting home and and just. I think it was under 24 hours I had to go and I was like, all right, I am ready for this. I am so ready to just, just get there. So yeah, we, we went back to the hotel after that and we had a nice, um, totally not Japanese pasta dinner with with marathon (laughs) tours. And uh, I got to meet some new friends, just, just talking to people at tables. I met a nice, um, another mom and daughter duo, uh, they were from New Zealand, so shout out Heather and Laura. And then uh, one of the breakfasts, um, I met uh, a woman and uh, a man from Colorado named Kim and Joe, and they actually came out with me on race morning because we're like, okay, w- he's in the same corral as me. I'm really nervous about where to go, and he's like, I'm gonna scope it out. And I'm like, do you want to walk over with me in the morning? So we met up on race day morning, and like we saw each other that night too, and just uh it was nice to make friends out there it was just uh because my mom was gonna wake up and and see if she could head out and see me on race morning i guess i'm I'm jumping right into day five so <laughs> well i have a ready. quick question though oh yeah go you, for made, it. you made human friends but did you find any cat friends you know what i did not see any cat friends So I don't even think I mentioned this Japan, like Tokyo in particular, since I didn't go all over Japan, but Tokyo is the cleanest city I have ever seen. It is like impeccable. There is no garbage. It is so rare to find a trash can out there just because the people out there try to like, they, they just know if you, if you have trash, you take it with you, you throw it away at home. So it's so hard to find like a trash can, but it's so incredibly clean out there. Everybody wore masks. It really was refreshing. Yes. Um, so they like everybody wore masks. Everybody had hand sanitizer. I felt so safe out there just in general. Like, I don't know. Everything was just so nice. So I, I really, really enjoyed it out there. All right. So no cats. The trip wasn't no totally cats. Erased, but still. <laughs> Unless you're talking like Hello Kitty, we did see a Hello Kitty store. <laughs> oh, is that that's from Japan, right, or something? Yeah, created yep. there. I think it's what is it, Sanrio? They had a whole I, store that had a crazy line outside of it. I'm like, eh, as much as I love Hello Kitty, I'm not waiting in that line. I don't think so. <laughs> I just know that you're you're a cat like whisperer. So wherever we go, I just remember our trip to when we did Mount Hood, and you were like luring my uncle's like feral outdoor cats to your lap oh did i love them that big fluffy one i forget what his name was i don't even yeah i don't remember but he was great the little one too you almost put her her in your suitcase (laughs) oh i wanted to she was so sweet anyway would be happy to go visit them too yeah yeah sadly no no cats out there that i that i found but um they didn't even have that many dogs like we we All did see dogs might I, make it dirty. <laughs> that's true, but there are some good pet owners out there. Like if your dog takes a number two, they are on it. Even ah, we so we were we were just walking teach them to use those Japanese toilets. <laughs> I would love that. Are we still talking about Japanese toilets? Oh, <laughs> no, totally. No. I I put the headphones on and I hear something about dogs and poop and Japanese toilets. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was talking about how clean it is out there. And 
we were talking about pets because she asked me if I saw cats and sadly no, but the dogs out there, if one like even pees, the owners will wash it with water. Like they'll dump water on it as so, so like not to ruin the bricks or whatever oh out there. Yeah. It's a That's different, commitment. it's a different place. Wow. Seriously. Yeah. Well, well you, you made you, it back. You came back. Time. Right. Perfect timing. We're on to race day. Race day. Okay. Well, I will let you know that it was Tommy and it took me forever to find a binky because usually I'd use the the light on my phone. But because we're doing this on my phone, I couldn't take my phone to look around for the binky. Oh, no. <laughs> it was just somewhere on the floor. And he's still up, but I calmed him down a little bit. So this will well, probably not come okay. out. This probably won't be out Wednesday morning. <laughs> I will <laughs> yeah, probably be Ellie's, up every Ellie's hour of the night too. again. Ellie's still pretty upset. So we'll, I might be ducking out in a few, but... Well, I'll try to keep I'll it fast back. for you guys. <laughs> Erica doesn't understand life with kids, Shauna. She just doesn't. And she's very lucky in a way that she doesn't deal with <laughs> like the sick like the sickness that's going through the house right now. I know it just went through Katie's house and I think it went through yeah. your house too recently. And it just do you, yeah. does Ellie go to daycare? Yep. That's it. That's what does it. It's the daycare. If one of the kids at the daycare gets sick, it just goes to everyone. It spreads and it goes to all the houses and then daycare is like slow for a week because everyone's kid is sick and then you're out of work because all oh, you are sick and the parents here listening on the podcast, they know, they know what I'm going through right now. They know what Sean is going through. Well, it's because it doesn't spread all at once. It's like one kid gets sick, then they get better. Then the next kid gets sick. It's not like all at the same time. It's one, then the next, then the next. You're sick for a month and a half. And then all of a sudden, it's like the next thing comes in. Yeah, the next thing. It never ends. It's like I I was told one time, oh, it ends around the time your kids move out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) Which in some cases, 18, in some cases, probably 30. I love your kids, guys. And I will take yours instead of having my own. So, Well... Let's get to race day, and we can talk about you babysitting our kids later. Let's go to race day. (laughs) All right. Yeah, race day was absolutely gorgeous. I could not have asked for a better, like, turnout weather-wise. Like we were talking, it was 55. There was light cloud cover. The course was awesome. It was rolling hills, a downhill start. I mean, there was so much to see along the way, like all the out and backs, like you got to see the runners. I got to see the elite, at least the elite men go by. So that was really cool to see. But I want to get into what you guys were doing while I was running. Oh, well, explain who you guys are. I was not participating. I probably well, would have, but. You were get... actually still doing the same concept of what you're doing right now, which is having to sh- like you just got home from a long day and dealing with the kids. But I w- Katie and they were sick, and it, I it was the previous yeah. sickness. <laughs> yeah, it was the first sickness. Now this is the second one. But Katie and I and Erica, you were you were fully endorsing this from oh, your hundred percent pre race morning. But um, so Katie was, and I it was we're seven p.m. Like- on a Saturday. Exactly. So it was morning on Sunday for me, but it was nighttime for you guys that Saturday. So go ahead. Yeah. So we decided to uh, turn Erica's race into a drinking game because, you know, not like a, you know, we used to be able to hang a lot better. This was like where your PJs sit on your couch and do this through like a group chat. So Eric chimed in like partway through and he kind of like wasn't really playing, but was enjoying the atmosphere, I suppose. But 
yeah, so it kind of evolved. We were trying to figure it out and try to like, and we wanted to leave Erica as many fun messages for after her marathon to read when that she that we could. Um, so I think some of the highlights were, you know, we were get we were gambling a little bit on drinks, like betting drinks on what Erica's five k times would be because that's the checkpoint. So every five k, it was who's closest to her time. But the the Japanese really got us because they made <laughs> us do math. Lots of math was involved. <laughs> Because they didn't, they did the gun time, and we knew Erica started later, so we were trying to calculate to see who was actually closest. Because her Friday time was a 35-minute race, and I was like, "What? That's slower than me. That's definitely not Erica's time." So we were trying to like calculate it out and figure it out. So there was a lot of math involved. Chris had to help a lot. Um, but basically, we started drinking in between the 5K checkpoints as well. And then, the and then last- the math got harder as you kept drinking. <laughs> Well, the math got harder. And then the the last piece, because I kind of, I ended up, you know, I can't hang. I have a kid. So I went to bed at the, the harsh waypoint. Yeah, um, I was going to say the, the harsh. <laughs> what is the harsh? All the checkpoints, it's like 5K, 10K, um, 15K. But, and then what is it? Harsh? H-A-R-F. So it H-A-R-F. It doesn't say half. It says harsh. And Katie points it out and she goes, what's a harsh? <laughs> so it, it was funnier because you know we had been drinking as we were watching little dot erica who was cruising right along by the way little dot erica was running quite fast um and so we just had we had a good time we were just sending some messages commiserating with eric as he was not participating um well there was there was one point like a hundred something messages later someone goes where is eric because <laughs> And I eventually didn't even try to read all the messages because there were so many. I was just like, yeah, I'm having a night. <laughs> you you were. It sounded like you had a rough go. And you could have probably really, really used the drinking game, but so be it. But it was super fun to pass the time while we supported Erica and watched her run. And then I went to bed at the 25-kilometer mark. So I said, Let me just tell you. Enjoy. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed reading the 100 plus messages at the end of my race. I was loving every second of it. You guys were cracking me up. <laughs> but yeah, you were right. Um, so yeah, it was confusing because my mom's like, oh, you did like a 420 something. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I did better than that. Because yeah, it, it shows you like your first times off of gross time. And then you had to click like another tab for net time. So oh, it was a little so confusing. We didn't find that tab, but also um, it didn't update. It like stopped you right before the 5k mark. And we were actually like, it, it it, like didn't, it wouldn't update for like 10 minutes. And we were like really nervous. I was like, what if like, should have stopped? Like what happened? And Katie, Katie trusted that you made it to the 5k mark. And I was getting a little worried. And then finally little dot Erica jumps, like, you know, all the way up to like almost a 10k. And it was like, Oh, drink. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) But yeah, I I was cruising for the first half because it was so crowded. What they did is um, it was a mass start, but they did it very organized. So they let everybody go at nine o'clock on the nose or nine oh five, I think it was or something. I don't even know. But everybody just slowly went. So I started eight minutes after gun time, which was a lot sooner. Like I thought it was going to be like 920, 925. Um, and that just means you have less time. So Tokyo is very, very strict with cutoff times. You have to hit like certain checkpoints within a certain amount of time because they need to open up the city. So you have only like your gun time starts 905. 
and you have until 1025 to hit the 5k mark. And if you are not there, even if you are the last person to cross the line, you are screwed. So I do not like how Tokyo does that. But I mean, I was I was just fine. I was in Corral E. So I was fairly up like more towards the front. I got to start pretty early and it was just so crowded, though. I did cruise. I was doing a lot of like bobbing and weaving and I managed to do the first half um, <laughs> in, in under two hours. And then after that point, I was like, well, I'm definitely going to hit my four and a half hour goal. Uh, so I just kind of like slowed down a little bit. I would walk a little at the aid stations and then keep going. And yeah, I came in at a 414, which was way, 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 way better than I wanted. I was very happy with that. I'm so proud of you and how far you've come. Has, did Eric leave again? I don't know. But thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. It's been like a long, from your first a long marathons to now. You're so fast. It's just, it's, my body is used to it now. It took a lot of time to train it to do that. And I mean, winter training is never my favorite. So I wasn't expecting anything like super great, but I, I surprised myself. It did a lot better than I thought. I mean, it sounds like you got to enjoy it, like not push for a certain time. You just kind of coasted through. Um, exactly. So what did it feel like crossing the finish line? I was over the moon. So towards the end, like everybody's tired at the end of a marathon, but I had like a spring in my step. I don't know what happened. I was just so excited to cross that line and get those medals. I I was, I think I did like a, the fastest split of the, like the day. I was just like ready to go. So I, I ran as fast as I could to the finish. Did take a little while to, to make it through the, the finish area to get your medals and go to the Abbott tent. But I just had a smile that I could not wipe off my face. Um, I'll have to share those pictures, too. Of um, They took one with the Abbott background. Um, and I was just cheesing like you would not believe. <laughs> it was just it was something else. I was so, so happy. That's great. I'm so excited. I'll let you know that Tommy has joined the podcast. Oh, Tommy's here. Hi, Tommy. Tommy's here. He's sitting next to me. He's sitting Indian style right now with his drink in between his legs. He's kind of just looking around. He's like, Dad, I'm not going to go to sleep tonight. I'm not going to do it. If I can put him to sleep with my voice or something. <laughs> well, I, I, I missed a lot of what you just said, but I'm sure I'll love it when I edit the podcast. But you just hit the finish line, right? Yes, yeah. yes. I was just saying how excited I was. Like, you could not wipe the smile off my face. It was just a feeling. I didn't cry, though. You guys would be proud of me. Oh. I kept it all in check. I was just so excited. That just, just happiness. I'm the not same crying. way. I'm not a crier in these moments. I'm not. Have you cried in other marathons? Uh, yes. Yes, I have. Um, <laughs> only two and they were the ones that I cracked four hours because I couldn't believe that I did that. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That was, that, it was more like hyperventilation. That was Chicago last year, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Chicago and then London before that. I, I full on cried. Well, I think there'll be more crying moments when you crack 330 one day. <laughs> we will see. Oh, you better believe I'll be crying because that means it's a BQ for me, but not quite there yet. 
So that was race day. I mean, once I got back, uh, I got to celebrate with my mom and had quite a few drinks. I mean, you might have seen the reel that Eric just posted. Posted it <laughs> Me, today, yesterday, Metal Monday. Yep. So I I had a shifty look on my face, but I was like, oh, God, this is cold. <laughs> Trying to chug my beer. So cheers to Dave for starting that that uh see a see a chug send a chug hype man dave out there always sending us every mm-hmm. week a see a chug send oh, a yeah. chug and erica <laughs> is pretty good at responding with the chug i try a lot of times though it's not an actual chug it's just a sip and you guys called me on that so i tried i really tried to do more of a chug this time <laughs> it's okay because we'll get into your flight home you put in some effort on that flight home we'll talk about before we end this thing so i'm proud yeah. of you for that but yeah so awesome. You celebrated with your mom. You had some drinks. You probably got a little mm-hmm. tipsy. Uh, sure did. Were you, were you hung over for the next day or were you good? Because I think you had some big plans on day six. I mean, I was pretty good. I mean, I was just so exhausted from the day before that I got a good night's sleep. And yeah, day six, this was our last final like full day here. We had a day trip to Mount Fuji planned and I was so excited to go. To hike, to hike the whole mountain. <laughs> yeah, she's going to hike a mountain the day after a marathon. <laughs> I mean, whatever. She can do it. Why do you say that, though? Scott because... Black did that after the Ironman, remember? He goes, oh, right. that was not a good, that was not a smart thing to do. Well, I guess I kind of pulled a Scott, if you, if you will, because um, we went to all these different viewing spots. Like the first one we went to was a lake and you couldn't see anything because it had snowed. It was just super foggy. But then we went to another viewpoint and I had to climb 400 stairs to get to the top of the viewpoint. And God, my my quads were like, what the hell did you just do? Like, <laughs> did you, you just count the- them or did they well, tell they, you it was 400? They, they told me it was 400, but by the time I got towards the top, I was like, oh, God, this has got to be 400 stairs. That's not easy for a normal person, <laughs> let alone someone who just ran a marathon. <laughs> I was not. I was I was feeling it that day. Um, but it how was do your mom do with foggy. that? Well, she went up a different way. It was like a road. So she she didn't go all the way up. Oh, I'm even more pretty good. I am even more proud of you. You took the hard way. Well, I had to. Come on. Honestly, one flight of stairs makes me out of breath. So, I mean, <laughs> what would I do at 400? Right. Uh, that, Shauna, it, it was that, pretty rough. Shauna, that's because we're it. carrying babies. That's true. I do get more winded when I'm carrying a baby. <laughs> well, I had my big-ass metal on. That was uh, pretty heavy. <laughs> you, were, were you like Laura Green walking around everywhere? Hey, I just ran a marathon. Oh, I just ran a marathon. Do you still walk around with your World Abbott marathon? Hey, I did the all six. Here it is. <laughs> I mean, not so much here because I keep seeing the same people and they'll be like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> so, maybe if I went somewhere else, but I had to bring it around with me that day. Um, but absolutely you do. It was worth it to go up those stairs because it actually like I'm I'm looking at a different direction. And then all of a sudden you hear people going, oh, oh, my God. And so I like turn around and I walk over and then I like lift my head and bam, there it is. Like Mount Fuji was just this majestic gigantic mountain right in front of you and i was like oh so i got i got my pictures it was worth the 400 stairs like it's 800 if you count going up then back down uh and yeah we we had just such a fun trip just doing some sightseeing stuff on that day too oh you hear him i do hi tommy 
their faces have like all this rash around the lips and their hands. It's oh, it's I feel so bad for these guys. Or bodies. I feel so bad. And then I try to work from home. That's so hard to do with them here and mm-hmm. when they're sick. Yeah. So poor buddy. Yeah. I was supposed to work today. It was a professional development day at home and I was like, Yeah, okay. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't get much done today. Let's just say I actually, I technically I had the day off because I wanted to be skiing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tommy's <laughs> like, yeah, you had the day off, but you spent it with me. We watched. Oh my god! Because of the snow and the sickness, we just watched movies. Okay, what did we watch, Tommy? We started the day off with. Uh, we watched Bolt. Mm. I can't think of the one we watched before that, but we saw Bolt. Oh, what did we watch before? The Goofy movie. My favorite. My absolute favorite. That's right, Tommy. We saw a Goofy movie. Yeah. Oh, the music from that is just fantastic. Yeah. It's I, been I, my favorite I, since I totally I was forgot. A kid. You know, I remember going to the movies to see that movie, but mm-hmm. I forgot about that song and the guy they had singing it who kind of looks like um, MC Hammer. Powerline. Yeah, Powerline. Wow. <laughs> you, you really, you are good. I'm not even kidding you. I watch that regularly. I probably watch it like twice a year. Can we talk about one thing? Roxanne, sure. total babe. <laughs> a total babe. What a babe. <laughs> oh, I had a crush on Max. Max was my favorite. Yeah, I think I did on Roxanne when I was younger too. <laughs> I am joined by um, all everyone now except for Tyler. So Adeline just walked in the room. Apparently, maybe the baby crying kept her up and the cat just mm. walked in so adeline's now on the bed tommy's standing on the bed and he his eyes they're so tired you are tired Aww. dude I yeah tired. I, just look tired. I was saying tommy looks tired I know. and adeline's definitely upset because she's tired no, I'm not. <laughs> she doesn't sound tired at all <laughs> i love it <laughs> uh. I well, I'm just gonna say day seven was a travel home day, right? We're just yes, gonna, I'm just was. I'm gonna wrap this up. <laughs> day seven yeah, was dude. travel home. You will be super proud of me. Um, I finally finished Top Gun and I watched Maverick on the way home. Yes. So, Shauna, I don't think you've been around for a while or, or been staying up to date on this Top Gun drama here. But a lot of a lot of listeners of the pod are fans of Top Gun. However, Erica can't get through the first twenty minutes of the movie. It's a little cheesy. But I made it. I love Top Gun. Oh, you love it. Oh, she <laughs> loves Top Gun. You hear that, Erica? She loves it. Yeah, I can hear the uh, the truth in her voice too. Uh, <laughs> but so I I did finish it. I, I skipped through the part that I had already seen and just watched the end. And I was like, all right, this is fine because they got rid of the cheesy stuff. So it was it was action. That was fine. But I really really enjoyed Maverick. I I thought that was I would watch it again. I haven't seen Maverick either. Well, I think Maverick. I saw worth part. It. I saw parts of it with Chris when he was watching it, but. Top Gun is great because it is a musical, drama, action, comedy in one. Ro- romance, too. So is the second one. It's got it all. Yeah. The second one had, okay, I really appreciate it. You're going to, I never called it cheesiness, but I'll, I will f- for you. 
But yeah, there are some cheesy things like the scene when he's running to Goose's son, Rooster, after mm-hmm. his plane just went down. And you're thinking like, what's going to happen? And he shoves him to the ground. And it was just hysterical. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what do you do, man? You idiot. What? <laughs> so flight home, uneventful, watched some movies. Yep, uneventful, watched movies. Did your homework? Took a long time. I did some of the homework, but I still have time to do more homework before the big day. But yeah, it it was a long day again, and I'm just very happy to be home. Well, I'm glad you're home. I don't know when I'm going to see you next because I think in one week from now, I'll be in Nashville, and I will mm. slightly be looking forward to that because I will actually get to sleep but I hope I'm not sick from these kids. I just hope I can take a shower in the next 24 hours. Right now, my shower has... Do you know what these, um, these like, Orby beads are? Yeah. Yeah, my, yeah those are the weird... Yeah, Yeah, my tub is filled things. with them right now, and also kid toys. So... Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I hope I can take... A, <laughs> just maybe get to the gym and take a shower or something, because there's no way I'm going into the office this week and spreading whatever germs I got, so... Smart move. Uh, we, we we got definitely got more to talk about, but we're not. We could talk about Barclays Marathon and what it's like right now, but we can save that for another day. <laughs> but I got my hands full. I apologize to everyone because this probably will not come out on Wednesday morning, so it might be a Thursday or Friday, or I might just move this to next week. I hope you enjoyed it, Tommy. You want to say goodbye? <sighs> yeah, Shauna. Thanks for coming on. This was this was probably our craziest like trying to figure it out and get it going episode because of the travel, the storm, Erica's power's out, no Wi-Fi, so we're actually on like a three-way phone call here. Well, well thanks I'm for glad. having me. I had a great time. I'm glad we could get the OGs back together. It was a lot of fun. That's right. We're just missing Katie. <gasps> Shauna can do the honors tonight hey. to do the closing. You want to do that? Is that still the closing? Yeah, dude. We've been keeping it alive. This th- my well, my catchphrase is Shauna's catchphrase. She started it, so I I'm giving it to you tonight. Ah, well, have a good night and don't forget to stretch. Thank you so much, Erica, for coming on the podcast and sharing your story of the Tokyo Marathon. Not just the race, but the entire trip. That was so cool. Thank you. This, uh, wow, this thing's not so hard thanking the people after the podcast. God, Erica, I really thanks. sound like that, don't I? Ugh, so I need th- some new. Th- I need some new lyrics. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. And then Shauna, thank you for coming on. Even though you're no more, you're you're now hashtag no Instagram Shauna. And I got to call her out because she doesn't listen. And she goes, oh, she won't listen do, to this. You guys, wait, don't forget to stretch. You guys still do that, and I'm like, we yeah, been you, doing you don't it the listen. Whole time, Shauna, uh, love you, love you to death, Shauna. But you, jump on the bandwagon. Come on. At one point, I'm like, we got new intro music. Oh, what was our intro music before? Oh yeah, uh, you guys got new intro music. No, <laughs> she's the only one who can get away with that, though. Everybody else, we're like, Mm-mm. but Shauna, we'll let her. We'll let it slide. Sean, it was actually great, and you two did a great job taking over when I had to go attend to Tommy when he was crying. Of course, we talked about cats. Yeah, I <laughs> know that we would I do came that. Back, anyways, it was like, like cats that. and poop. It's normal conversation. Dogs in our friend group. <laughs> the wildest part of that story, I thought, was that people wash their cats pee. It was so well. No, it was the dogs when they were walking the dogs. Like the, it was so weird. But I was like, you guys are the cleanest group of people. We need to take notes, honestly. It was good stuff. 
We might. I never been there, so we'll see. But I do remember listening, being like, "Wow, they're really clean. No trash cans anywhere." Nope. It's like a carry in, carry out situation everywhere. Basically, I couldn't imagine not ha- having to carry in and carry out all that without having a trash can nearby. But wow, they're just more well, conscious cool. about it, right? Like it, it gets you to think about what you're carrying around, reusable stuff, and yeah, what you throw away. We don't think about that that much. I was going through your photos because you said, I go. I kept saying, Erica, send me the photos. Send me the photos. I was like, what the so, hell do you want from me? They're all on, uh, go on Facebook. <laughs> you go, go steal them from my Facebook. And I found one. It's, I think it's kind of funny that mm-hmm. you just took a picture of the toilet in the ground. And you I posted had to because you're like, are you using those toilets? He, 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 he. Like joking about it. I'm like, no, I'm not using them. But that was the first one I saw. And I was like. Okay, they do exist. Gotta, so. I got to take a picture. And when I <laughs> scrolled by, I'm like, nice. You did laugh. I was like, yeah. So he's looking. Did you find anything else that you liked? Are you going to yes, use some yes. for social media? I think I'm going to use everyone eventually. I got a plan. All Have 100 Adam, something photos. I, you know what? They have 200 something photos. <laughs> I'm going to use 90, just 90. That's the number I'm going to use. That's a lot of pictures. People are going to get so sick of seeing it. <laughs> it's going to be in one post. <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, are you making me a reel? Make me a reel. I'm not good at it. That's not what I was getting at. <laughs> oh, no, damn. Not at all. <laughs> damn it. It's getting at the grid system. You know, nine photos on each square. Nine times 10 is 90, by the way, math guy. No, I did get that. I, I can math to that degree. Oh. How was your week? <laughs> Ah, I had a week. We had talked oh, a little bit sure about all you the did. snow. Yeah, no, you had nothing compared oh, mine to went, my week. No, no, I'm not even saying it was anywhere near yours. I just had a very busy week at work. Um, but oh, had a good St. Patty's Day because that just happened. I may have imbibed a little too much. I did not have a fun Saturday. <laughs> oh, no. What I was drinking happened? at home with Brandon. That was all. And I Drinking we, at home. Ooh. We started. We started watching The Last of Us on HBO. There, I think episode three. It had Nick Offerman in it. Not going to give any spoilers, but by the end of it, mixture of drinking too much and emotions, I was bawling my eyes out. If anybody can relate, hit me up so I don't feel bad. But that's a really good show. I started binge watching Modern Family actually. Modern Family, that is one it's I hilarious. have not seen yet. Okay, all right, so I should add it to my list. Yeah, there's so much in season one that you can't say now. Oh my God, I find that in so many shows. It started in like 09, and I'm like, oh, you can't say that anymore. Or I'm like, wow, they got away with that. Or, you know, I find it hilarious. But I had many long nights of no sleep, and I got sick and tired of watching like Puppy Pals or whatever. Oh or my PJ God, yeah. Mask. So the boys, when they decided to wake up in the middle of the night and keep me up, we would watch Modern Family. Okay. And they would just lie there with me. So like when kids are sick, they're not playing. They just can't sleep and they just want to yeah. lay down with you. Poor kids. If we rewind to the night before we recorded, I left Sugarloaf and yes. I got home at one in the morning. I got one hour of sleep and Tommy woke up at two. I was up all morning. I was up until... After we recorded from two in the morning till after we recorded, I got them down and then he woke up in the middle of recording. Remember? Yeah. I was up till about two in the morning until Ashley took over. So Ashley got a new job and her daytime job is at a daycare. She can't take the kids to daycare when they're sick. 
So who stayed home? Me. It's kind of funny. I said the tables have turned. She used to be the one who always stayed home and I worked two jobs. Now she's working two jobs and I, because I can work from home, mm-hmm. I stayed home. But then she worked at the restaurant and bar at night, every night. So she yeah. was gone all day, every day. And I took care of the sick kids. And I love it because I love my boys and I love my girl. Mm-hmm. But it was it was rough Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday was awful. They didn't Did it get sleep. you at all? Did you get sick? No. I know you so had a it, stomach thing before, but yeah, you didn't get well, what the boys had. Ooh. It's hand, foot, and mouth disease. And yes, an adult can get it, but it says it's extremely common in kids five and under. So Adeline never got it, actually. Oh, that's she good. Never got it. But these boys had rashes all over their thighs and their so butt sad. cheeks and their feet and hands their and mouth. Butt. It looks like it looks like chicken uh, pox, but chicken yeah. pox is itchy and you get it all over your body. This wasn't itchy. Oh, they just thank God. It became eventually on Thursday they were acting normal, but they looked awful. Oh. Well, at least I'd rather look bad than feel bad, you know? Right. Like, right. Mm, so, so they're they're doing great now. It, this is when I go to bed in this hotel, it's my first no, last night. No, actually, last night doesn't count because I woke up this morning. 4 a.m., was it? 4 a.m. Yeah, so I am looking forward <laughs> to a... Uh, I don't have to get up early. I don't have to get up till 7 o'clock in the morning, which is really 8 o'clock Eastern because I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, home of country music and... I didn't even realize yeah. it was one time zone over. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, my geography so, is as bad as my math. Yeah, so that was... Wow, it was a week from hell, man. It was... The hardest week of my life being a parent, I would say, in my seven years of fatherhood. And Damn. I survived. I got through it. <laughs> go, um, go you. Nobody died. Also a plus. Being a parent is tough, but Ashley has done this much more than me and, and done what I did. So I, it was my turn. I was due. There she had go. her job. So... Um, Everyone out there, moms and dads, you're amazing and rock stars, and it's a tough job, but it is also the best job. So that was my week, week from hell. Well, here's hoping this week and next week and all the weeks to follow are a lot easier and healthier than the past week. That's right. I'm already (laughs) off to a good start. Just no more sickness, guys. Come on. Come on. It's spring, man. It it always happens around spring. If it's not allergies, it's something else. So... (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully it goes better. Well, tonight has been awesome because in the hotel room, we, we rescheduled a couple of our podcast interviews we had, and we did a couple tonight, and they were, they were as you would say, chef's kiss. <laughs> that is the, that is what I go to. It was it was fun and informative and entertaining and insert adjective here. So much fun. You guys are going to lose your shit when you hear what we have coming up. Well, guys, May 13th, the TI 10-miler and the 10K, sign up. New race director, Erica Hamill, not a big deal. She's also a podcast host on the side, not a big deal. This is going big for you. Oh, man. I, I told I, I asked you the other day after the race, mm-hmm. do you want to uh, celebrate or do you want to run 10 miles like some other race directors who run? And you're like, I want to celebrate and I kind of want to run the course because it's my favorite course. So I think we're going to run after, I think we're going to run after and then celebrate. What if whoever decides to be awesome and volunteer with us, like, um, I believe, um, Tara Sweeney said she would volunteer. So I'm very excited about that. But if anybody who volunteers feels like running the course after, maybe we could just do a a, a little jaunt. We could just do the 10K. We want to do the whole thing. But I think that could be a lot of fun. 
I guess technically we could all sign up for the virtual, then just do it after two. I mean, true. It's up to it's up to everybody, but that that's not a terrible idea. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's gonna be a blast, and I really hope you guys can join me. So May thirteenth, eight a.m. Arms Park in Manchester. It's gonna be a blast. Bring your dogs, your well-behaved dogs, and uh, come run with us. I can't wait for that. Well, guys, thank you so much. Remember a couple things. You can follow us on Instagram at on the runs. But more recently, we have a Patreon and you can, if you want and you like what we do, you can support us on Patreon and you just go patreon.com slash on the runs. You can find all those links in our Instagram. So just go to the gram. If you get the chance, write us a review, give us a five star rating. If you think we're only worthy of four stars or three or two or one, fine, whatever. <laughs> call it but, five you know, anyways. <laughs> Yeah, just call it five. But yeah, if if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, throw those ratings in there. Erica, you noticed the other day you said we got like seven more. So I did. Got, I saw we, yeah, some on Spotify, we, some more on um, Apple. So we yeah. we get the stars. We need some of the typed up written reviews. You know, so apparently it helps. And I won't beg and plead for it every time. But you know, we got a little bit of time right now. Go out there and write something if you like it. (laughs) We like to hear it. If you're still listening right now, you love us. So that's why I'm throwing it at the end. If you're still listening, I know you love us. (laughs) You didn't turn it off yet. Yeah. All right. We're already off the track. So let's just wrap this one up. We got a great episode next week. And then we got the big one after number 50. We already did the interview for number 50. I'm so pumped. Guys, it's big. So, and then two weeks after that, a really big one that that we just recorded tonight. So I was so excited about that one too. Uh, Were you nervous you for? Oh, you know, I was, but I wasn't because I was just so excited to hear what he had to say. It just right. kind of flowed. Le- so we're going to leave it at that. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you. Sorry again for last week, guys. But you know, life life hits you fast sometimes. So everyone's healthy and happy now, and. We're going to catch up on some sleep. So, Erica, take us home. Thank you guys for listening to my spiel today. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed living it. And don't forget to stretch. I need chapstick right. though. Let me let me do my little. Mm-hmm. I'll do this one. Yeah, I can't be like, wasn't that great? <laughs> well, I can, but <laughs> wow, let's thank Erica for being so awesome. <laughs> I like to toot my own horn, but not like that. That could be taken weird too. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>